Remember David and Goliath. Go with me. 1 Samuel chapter 17 and verse 32. This is just so good. This is an example of how you can prepare for courage. There is preparation. You can prepare to be courageous. What you're going through right now may be preparation for a very courageous undertaking that you're going to be involved in in the very near future. It may be your personal career. It may be your marriage. It may be your family. Look here, David. Look what happens. David and Goliath, look real close at the preparation and the experience. David said to Saul, let no one lose heart on account of this Philistine. Your servant will go and fight him. Now, David at this time, the estimates vary anywhere from 12 to 18. I don't know how old he was. He comes, first of all, to visit his brothers on the field to bring them food. And he sees this one soldier from the Philistines standing out there and defying all Israel. And it makes David mad. He said, who does this uncircumcised Philistine think he is? I never really quite figured out why they referred to that part of the male anatomy to really criticize someone. Maybe there's some roots in that that gave rise to some vulgar vernacular that exists in this day and time. I don't know. But think about this. Here's a young lad, a shepherd boy, and he arrives at the camp, and he sees all of the army afraid, and he says, listen, we can do this. And the soldiers are going, shh, shh, shh. They're trying to hush him up. His brothers come in, and, you know, his older brothers, oh, no, David, shut up. Go home. Go back to herding the sheep. You don't know nothing. Have you ever felt like a red-headed stepchild? That was David. You, you, you may not know it, but he's called ruddy. Some people believe that might refer to his hair being red rather than the normal black. So he was, he was an oddball. He stuck out. I don't know. But here's the point. He's got courage. Where did he get it? Watch this. Saul replied, you're not able to go out against this Philistine and fight him. You're only a boy and he's been fighting man from his youth. This guy's got experience, David. But David said to Saul, your servant has been keeping his father's sheep. When a lion or a bear came and carried off a sheep from the flock, I went after it, struck it, and rescued the sheep from its mouth. When it turned on me, I seized it by its hair, struck it, and killed it. Your servant has killed both the lion and the bear. This uncircumcised Philistine will be like one of them because he has defied the armies of the living God. The Lord who delivered me from the paw of the lion and the paw of the bear will deliver me from the hand of this Philistine. And Saul said to David, Go, and the Lord be with you. <laughs> I'm not so sure that last statement was in faith. <laughs> As much as it was maybe a, a uh, <laughs> what is that they read at your funeral? Anyway, David could face Goliath without fear because of his past experience. The number one way to prepare for future tough moments is to do what the military calls an after-action review. We need to do this routinely, not only in our own lives, but if we are a leader, certainly. There are many business people that do this. After they have come through a week, they will sit down and reflect on the decisions they made and the outcomes of them. Have you ever done that? We need to do that periodically in our lives and in our marriages and in our homes and in our careers and our business. The second thing is to put yourself in situations that get you out of your comfort zone. Listen, comfort is not always the best option. This is why I believe in this church so strongly that we defy traditional norms of comfort. 
I believe that we are pressing in and forward and upward into God to experience new levels of His presence that is not arrived at by just seeking comfort. We press on. We press forward. We press upward. Move out of our comfort zone. 